Good morning. This is God's Word with Caitlin. Today is day two of our Bible plan, Safe in God's Control. And the title for today's message is God's Goodness in Times of Trouble. And I have a Bible verse to read. comes from Romans 8, 28. says, And we know that in all things... God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In my um, nifty handy Bible, uh, in my, in my Bible, um, my study Bible, it says that God is not working to make us happy. He's not our best friend. He, he, He is working to fulfill his purpose. God is our father. And he's our friend. But he's doing what's best for us. Just like a parent would do. Or just as a parent does. So, to start the lesson, Job. I don't know if y'all have heard of the book of Job. And the struggles that Job had. He was very faithful to God. And the devil said, you know, I can, I bet I can make Job not your follower anymore. He was talking, the devil was talking to God. and, And he said, I can make Job not follow you. And God said, okay, you know, basically go ahead. Just don't kill him. And the devil said, okay, great. And so Job had all these horrible things happen to him. Like he had his, his children were killed, all of his cattle, all of his sheep. You know, he, his house was destroyed. He got boils on his feet, on his face, his hands. He, got, he was very sick. Like all these things were happening to him. And not once did he... Did he stop following God? Even his wife was telling him to stop following God. Like, look at what he's doing. And his friends told him, just forget about God. Why do you still follow him? But Job stood strong. And not once did he stop following God. So, Job experienced great suffering and He had a hard time understanding what good could come from this difficult situation that he was in. And he didn't know how long God would allow these things to happen to him. How long would he have to suffer? How long would he have to feel this pain before seeing any good resulting from the trial that he was under. So when faced with adversity, we may feel impatient. We want to know the reason for our suffering. And we want to know we want to know the reason right now. You know, we live in a time where everything is instant, like, you know, Instant coffee, instant mashed potatoes, instant, you know, like everything is 
instant. It's just at the touch of fingertip. Like we can get we can get groceries at at an instant. We can get shopping, online shopping. We have clothes come to our door at an instant. Like everything happens like now like we want it now. If we want something, we want it now. And when we are faced with adversity, we want to know right now. And the book of Job provides insight into why we can't fully understand this mystery of why good things happen, or I'm sorry, bad things happen to good people. That mystery of why is God making me suffer? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I have this pain? Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing that? Like we, the mystery. And at times of trouble, we must increase our capacity of patience. Because we might not, we might never know why we went under this trial or why we went under this suffering or what good came out of it. We might never know the reasons until the end of our lives. The key to seeing God's goodness is to focus on God alone. Don't focus on your pain and God. But focus on God. Like you know the pain is for good. Because God is a good, good father. And he... He just would... You know, he, he, he doesn't do something without a reason. Believe that God is always good. And always wants to continue to give his best to his children. We should replace words of grumbling and complaining with words of praise and gratitude for the power of God. Praise and thanksgiving will bring us joy and help, and it will help us see the goodness of God in our adversity and in our suffering. Okay, so my little note, Job, you know, endured all this hardship, but in the end, after all of that suffering and trials, the Lord blessed Job's life, the, the latter part. He blessed it so much more than the former part. He got everything back. He had children. He had a house. He had thousands of um, donkeys, oxen, sheep, camels, cattle. Like Job was, Job was living large. He died an old man and full of years. So I have a Bible verse from Job. Chapter 42, verses 1 through 3 said, Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do all things. 
No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You asked, Who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. I have one more Bible reading, comes from Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. So God is ahead. Jesus is ahead. And it's difficult to um it's difficult to turn around while facing forward. And that's why you know Jesus's disciples when Jesus called them to be his disciples You know, and some of them wanted to turn around and go back to their families. But Jesus said, no, follow me. Because it's difficult to, almost probably impossible, to to turn around, but to also walk ahead. To follow Jesus. Jesus is ahead. And your past and all those things that he has forgiven us for. Those are behind. So we just need to keep focusing on moving forward. And walking with Jesus. So that ends today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I will be back tomorrow for day three. Bye.